Welcome to Frank Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter. Hello, everyone, and thanks again for tuning in to the latest edition of Frank Coach's Franchising 101 podcast. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Frank Coach and your Franchising 101 podcast host. Today, um, just me, so always kind of sorry to disappoint on that, but I have, uh, I want to talk about something maybe really, really basic when we talk about franchising 101, this might almost be remedial of why a franchise? Uh, why can't I just do this myself? So we're going to talk about some of the things that factor into this, uh, for, uh, a franchise and some of the reasons why somebody would want to go with a franchise versus starting something on their own and vice versa. Um, but first, a quick reminder of who we are. Frame Coach is a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with well over 600 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 70 different industries. Our goal with, with clients is to help them find the absolute best franchise for them. And the goal of the Franchising 101 podcast series is to simply educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. Okay, so why should we look at a franchise versus starting something uh, of, our, of our own? And there's a handful of, of kind of categories with this that I want to talk about. But obviously, the most important or kind of the main thing people think of or realize is this is a proven system um, across the board. We have uh, perfected or as close to possible every little aspect of what that business might be. Is it how to make a hamburger? Um, What's the ingredients for that? How do we put the toppings on? Uh, all of those different things. Uh, and really we're that, again, we kind of get that and we've, we've, we've had the business uh, in existence. We've ran it for typically several years. We might even have a couple locations of it, whether it's a retail or whether it's, it's non-retail. And we have, we have a proven concept with this. That allows us to now turn that into a franchise. Uh, but then within there, some of the things that kind of the infrastructure and support mechanisms come into play. So, and these are in no real order, but just a couple of things to think about is, is buying power. And we had, um, uh, maybe a couple months ago, we had the vice president of franchise development uh, for neighborly brands, Pat Highland on, um, and talking about some of the things within their systems, uh, but the buying power in like they'll talk about for theirs, and this is pretty common with service industries. Like neighborly, they get their vehicles, their franchise owners get the vehicles less expensive than a dealer does straight from the manufacturer, right? So I'm going to start, you know, Tim's pool cleaning company, and I'm going to go, I got to go buy a big old pickup trick. I'm going to the dealer. I'm getting whatever I can, you know, quote, negotiate from that dealer. If I'm part of a franchise system, I'm going to get that for less. I'm going to get it wrapped for less. I'm going to get the equipment for less because of the buying power. Even a small system is going to have buying power versus just going out and starting it yourself. If you're thinking of, always kind of use the example of, um, if I am starting Tim's Sandwich Shop, I make a mean ham sandwich. I know I can replicate this and I'm going to get great customers. Where do I get the napkins from? I got to, I starting this myself, have to figure out where I'm getting that from. Is that a good price? Is it a good napkin or is it a piece of crap? 
right? Um, I've got to figure all of that out. And then once I do, I've got to then, you know, I've got to maybe have it for six months before I realize, man, I'm not getting as good a price as I could have. These really aren't very good, or I'm spending way too much money on, like I got bounty when I should have great value, right? Um, if I am a franchisee of Subway, there's no, or, or any any food franchise, right? That's a part of, this is where you get the napkins, this is where you get the cups, this is where you get the lids, this is where you get the straws. Because of our franchise system, we are now getting that less, right? So what does that mean for your bottom line? Well, I, I, again, if, instead of spending, you know, $100 on this pack of napkins, I just spent 75. Um, now extrapolate that out over the course of, you know, a, a week, a month, a year, um, what that's doing to our bottom line, especially when we start stacking that on everything else within that system, right? So the buying power of knowing where I'm going, uh, what I'm getting, and that I am getting for the best possible rate. Okay, one thing. What about training? So uh, if anybody's ever seen the movie Founder, right, with uh, about McDonald's, like literally there was a thing, this is exactly how you put the pickles on. This is squirt, 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 right? Um, it was easily replicated. I don't have to figure out, again, if I'm going to own a sandwich shop, what's the best way to slice the tomatoes? Uh, wh wh how, how am I doing that? How am I making sure that every time somebody gets a sandwich with a tomato on it, it is sliced the exact same way? I've got to create that, figure out what is the best way, then create a training program for every new employee that comes on board that it's the exact same. The franchise, it's already done for me. I don't have to figure out how to do it. I don't have to figure out how to train people. And oftentimes, there are things that the franchisor is going to do for me from a training perspective. Um, you know, Yes, maybe I take an initial employee with me to... Uh, kind of the onboarding and initial franchisee training. What about down the road, right? Um, there are opportunities and franchises are going to have some form of training in place for every new employee that you bring on. Yes, you're in charge of overseeing it, but it's not you sitting there taking, okay, well, I'm out doing all these things as an owner. I'm out networking, building the business. I got to stop. I just hired a new employee today to make sandwiches. So now I've got to come in. I've got to spend all day with them, teaching them how to do this. Okay, we're going to have the systems and support in place for that. What about hiring? Okay, well, now I need to hire somebody. And most people, uh, by the time they're looking at a franchise, have had some experience managing or hiring people. Okay, but almost everybody we work with starts a franchise that is in an industry they have little to no experience in. Um, so therefore, they're going to have little to no experience in hiring for those people. If I am starting Tim's Sandwich Shop from scratch and I need a manager, I need a sandwich artist, I need whatever all the different things are I need, all these different positions, I have to figure out how to find them. I got to figure out how to write the job description. And I don't know how many of you have written a job description. Uh, and especially for jobs that maybe you have not done before, you have to do that. Where do I post a job? Is it Career Builder? Is it Indeed? Is it Zip? Is it this? Is it that? Is it Where, where do I do it? How much does that cost? Um, once I get the applic applicants coming in, now what the heck do I do, right? Do I respond right away? Do I do a, do I have an initial screening? Do I do a phone interview? Do I bring them in person? When I'm talking to them, what questions am I asking? What answers am I looking? You kind of get the picture, right? I can keep going and going and going with this. A franchise is going to have, here's the job description for position one, position two, position three. 
This is where you post them. Oh, by the way, buying power, we're getting these for less than you going in off the street. We've got software that's going to aggregate this and shoot it out to everywhere and bring it back into one centralized location. When you interview, here are the things that you should be asking. These are the type of questions or kind of answers you want to hear for this position, this position, this position. And at the beginning, if you get all the way to the end of doing all of that and you're like, I got these two people, I'm still not quite sure. In almost every case, that franchise is going to have a person dedicated to you that's going to say, let me talk to both of those people and kind of be that almost final interview. Ultimately, it's your choice as an owner, but again, kind of checking your work to make sure nothing gets missed along the way. You don't have any of those things when you're starting out from scratch. Um, that's just when you think of kind of really getting the business up and running from, uh, and the buying power is ongoing, but heavy at the beginning. Hiring, ongoing, heavy at the beginning. Training, heavy at the beginning, but again, is ongoing. Um, so that's all great. Now what? We need customers. How are you going to get those? Hey, everyone. I wanted to take a quick break from our podcast to tell you about our amazing friends at Entrepreneur. If you're looking to become a franchisee or simply learn more about business ownership, and guys, let's be honest, you're listening to the Franchising 101 podcast, so we know you have some interest in this. And I really encourage you to go to entrepreneur.com to check out all of their great content and resources. Seriously, Entrepreneur has everything, all the way from a bookstore to the best podcasts, webinars, and videos, plus information on upcoming events and the latest articles that seriously, they cover all aspects of franchising and business ownership. If you're having trouble deciding which franchise is right for you, start with Entrepreneur's renowned Franchise 500 ranking, which highlights the best franchises of 2022. For 45 years and counting now, Entrepreneur has been and continues to be the most widely recognized and respected authority in the franchise market. Digital and print subscriptions are available so you never miss out on anything. So seriously, what are you waiting for? Go to entrepreneur.com right now and learn more. Good rule of thumb, when you own a business, you want customers. So how are we going to get them? Well, just see, we need a website. So I'm pretty tech savvy. I can go to, and that's a joke, by the way, but I'm a pretty tech savvy person. I can go to, I can go to GoDaddy. I can go to Wix. And I'm going to create this awesome website that's going to be roughly the equivalent of what my nine-year-old could create. Awesome. Is it mobile friendly? Is it, how are we on SEO with this? How about keywords? Is it hitting the thing? What's the user experience like? What's the back end? How do we adjust it as things change over time? maybe you nail it with that. Maybe not. Uh, what about any sort of advertising? That's just, that's just a stinking website, right? What about the marketing to get people to make your phone ring or to come in? Um, SEO, pay-per-click. You'd be surprised how many people I say SEO to, and they don't know what that means. Okay. Even if you know that stands for search engine optimization, do you know how to do it? Um, if not, who are you going to outsource that to? There's a million and one companies out there that claim they can do SEO or social media. This is not like quick fix stuff, people. So you got to make sure that you are, you are contracting with the right people, hiring the right company to be able to figure out what your marketing needs to look like, put it in place. And it is going to take several months before you have any clue if it is working. 
If not, guess what? Now you've wasted that time and money and now you have to regroup. A franchise, proven system, proven all of these things. They're going to know, hey, this is what you're going to do. This is what our marketing looks like. They're going to have a lot of that already done for you. This might be a group we outsource with. Some are going to have it in-house, right? Yes, you're going to spend money on that, but they're going to explain to you how much money you need to spend for X number of revenue. I want to hit this goal. Therefore, I need to spend this on marketing, right? All of these different types of things. Even sometimes as simple as like, got to create a logo. Um, but that, that's not an easy thing to do, right? Is it, is it a good one? Is it somebody already else have it? Like I can back up and even say the name of the company. Um, what about merch? Got to have some cool merch on, which is really crappy that I'm not wearing any today. Um, but I am sporting my Vuori. So, um, another shameless plug to get them to sponsor us. So, um, you've got to have all of these things in place, right? Um, and you, if you were starting it from scratch, you've got to figure that out yourself. Every last bit of it from scratch. You're going to test it for three, six months, sometimes even longer before you're going to know if it's not working. The franchise has all of those things in place for you uh, to, again, help create that visits. And again, you could take you could take the marketing further. Um, depending on the franchise, you might do direct mail. There might be trade show things. Um, all of those things also you're going to get at a lower price point, again, based on that buying power of the overall franchise system versus just me with Tim Sandwich Shop going in and thinking, hey, I'm going to compete on SEO with Subway, with Firehouse, with Jimmy John's, right? I'm going to be at the top of Google. You're not going to spend more than that, people. So how are you going to do that, right? That's where those things get in. How far, if you Google something, Sandwich Place near me, how many times are you going to get to page two on anything? Like this, the statistics on that is like 90 plus percent of the people don't never get past page one, right? The franchise is going to have those things in place. They're going to constantly be looking at the Google algorithms to make sure that their franchisees are at the top in their local markets, right? So, and ultimately, when it really comes down to from franchise ownership standpoint, some people have the mindset is like, I know it's going to be difficult. I know it's going to be challenging. I want to do this myself and start from scratch. I don't need to listen to your system. I don't care about your success. I, there's a certain level of arrogance slash ignorance that comes with that. And as somebody that started something from scratch, it's possible I fit into one of those two buckets uh, from that standpoint. But I've also been a franchise owner as well. And I know by far, which of those is easier to follow and and create, right? Um, So those are some of the things that I want people to think about when they are, and again, it's not, it's not uncommon. I don't care what the industry is. Oh, I can, I, I can create my own sandwich place. I can create my own landscaping company. I can create my own. I can create my own. Yes, you can. But these are just a, a snapshot of some of the things that you need to think about that you have to create um, and hope that work and then ultimately perfect and replicate when you are starting something from scratch. With the franchise, all of these things are tried and tested um, and constantly you've got an entire team of people within the franchise to make sure that are constantly being improved, updated as needed over time. Just to kind of give you an idea. So does that mean franchising is right for you? Absolutely not. Maybe starting a business is, is, is for you. Maybe owning anything is not for you. And again, 
number one goal of our process when we're working with people is to properly educate them on franchise ownership. It's the whole point of the podcast. Properly educate people on franchise ownership to determine if this is the path for them. It may not be, and that's okay. When you think about starting from scratch or owning a franchise, franchising isn't always right. Some people want that, 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 that overwhelming challenge of doing it themselves. That's okay. But this is one of the things that really I can't believe we've gone this far and not talked about why a franchise versus starting up. So hopefully this gives you an idea of, of some of the things that you need to think about, um, some of the things that are already in place for a franchise. And then the last piece of this, we've talked a lot about our process. And as we get through all of the vetting of the franchise, once we've gone through everything we do to get you connected to three-ish brands, six to eight weeks of mutual vetting with that franchise. And then um, at the end, you're going to go to a meet the team day slash discovery day. Terms are interchangeable. We've done a couple of podcasts just on this. And every single person that goes there like no matter how much they've learned and they come out of there and they're like literally like their head is spinning from all the information, the levels and the depths of support from that franchise, the people in place. And I don't care. We've literally just started, started my day today with a text from uh, somebody that was at a, at a meet the team day uh, just yesterday. And honestly, a, a more emerging brand, right? They're under 50 locations. And so you think, well, geez, they don't, they don't have that much going on. Um, our clients were absolutely overwhelmed. In fact, it was like, <laughs> he made the comment, his brain hurts from all the information that was coming to him and just absolutely overwhelmed with support, right? So even on something that is smaller, seemingly newer, this is the level of things that you're going to have, right? So that's, that's why you do a franchise and not uh, starting from scratch, or that's why you start from scratch and not a franchise, depending on which side of the equation you have with that. So I hope that helps. Um, well, kind of along those lines, the last thing I kind of wanted to share with everybody today is as we're at the end of March already. And I, I, again, I'm, I'm getting old. So I know like time tends to fly a little faster, but it really feels like the first three months have just like been gone in a blip. Um, so if you're still sitting there, maybe you were somebody you were like, you know, hey, start of the year, like, hey, this is my time. This job sucks. I want to get out whatever. Um, this is a long process to work to find a franchise and to get one open, but we still have time to get something open for you in 2023. Um, so I highly encourage you to reach out to us, francoach.net, franchising101podcast.net, uh, connect with us. Again, there's never any fee for our service to work with us and our team to help you determine if this is the right path for you. And if so, what's ultimately the best franchise for you so we can help you create your batter tomorrow. Thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, we look forward to talking with you again very soon. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.